Welcome back to another episode of Back in a Flash. My name's Steven. And I'm Meg. And today we're going to be talking about episode 16 of The Flash, which was titled Rogue Time. Yeah. Because we finally got, this was more than just a dynamic duo. This was actually like a full group of rogues, I would say. We got three, you know, it's Right, and also the timeline totally went off of its normal path. Right. So it's rogue, basically, at this yeah. point, you know. Yeah. So, so let's talk first Double about... <laughs> the the time travel stuff from yes. last week because last week uh in case you missed it, it was a giant episode if you haven't watched uh these two episodes you should probably go watch them first again going to assume you have uh so last week we saw our first instance of time travel and a lot of stuff happened that was undone in this episode right um in in last week's episode we found out that Harrison Wells is Eobard Thawne. Mm-hmm. We found out that Iris has feelings for Barry. Mm-hmm. We saw Cisco, Cisco get murdered. Murdered. By Eobard Thawne right. slash Harrison Wells. Slash reverse flash. Slash reverse flash. After he told him <laughs> that he was like a son to him. How many more names do we think that we couldn't tag uh, on to him? <laughs> slash, slash, slash. Slash, slash, slash. Uh, <laughs> I, the man in yellow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All of the things. Um, uh, so yeah, lots of stuff happened. Also, yeah. uh, uh, Captain Singh mm-hmm. was uh, paralyzed hospitalized. Or di- Par- I mean, paralyzed. He was badly injured right. by Weather Wizard. And yeah. um, And so in this episode, at the very start of it, because at the end of the last one, Central City was all in danger of a tsunami and... Uh, Barry was running to stop the tsunami and ended up busting through... A tsunami caused by the Weathered Wizard. Right. Caused by the Weathered Wizard. Who had captured Joe. Right. Right. Uh, So Barry's running to stop the tsunami. He travels back in time one day and change. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? As he says. Um, And then he's reliving that day, and he can make all sorts of different decisions about what he does with the day based on the knowledge that he had from living that day before. Yes. So, if he hadn't made any different decisions, if he had just gone about living the day exactly as it was before... Like Harrison suggested. Then, wouldn't he just be caught in an endless loop of him running, jumping through time? Unless he changed that final event and didn't... Uh, and go didn't back run in up time. and up and down the beach to try to prevent the tsunami, or or just... didn't or didn't run quite as fast at that point, or something like that. Hmm. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was just tr- thinking that, like, when Harrison was telling him, yeah. "Oh, just relive the day exactly." Right. I was like, "Won't no, that then, just then keep you'd him really in like, be a perpetual a, loop?" You'd be really in a Groundhog Day. At that, yeah. At that point. Yes. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was a little bit strange that Harrison would suggest that, um, knowing what he knows about time and everything right. like that, knowing that it would just, well, I it, mean, it's not going to serve him to just live it the same way, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, well, but Harrison could have been doing different things in the background, even though Barry was doing the same stuff, him having the knowledge that Barry traveled through time could have changed the way he lived his day. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right. Butterfly effect sure. just rippled out just, to all just the other the, things. Just the single fact right. that Harrison Wells knew that Barry had just time-traveled. Although I kind of feel like he suspected Barry had time-traveled in the last one when Barry told him that he saw himself mm-hmm. running. Right. 
I, I think that Harrison he with already some had a total pretty, lie of like, oh, well, it was probably just a... The lie that he gave was that it was a speed mirage, which was the same thing that we saw him show Cisco later. That we saw Harrison Wells show Cisco, where he like split himself in yeah. two, but didn't really split himself in two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what that's what the like lie that he was telling was. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, and yeah, I mean, I guess it could have been that, but I just feel like that was a thing that yeah, he, he was covering up. Yeah. Yeah. Like absolutely. I, I mean, that's something that he did on purpose. I feel like he knew that Barry didn't do that on purpose. Like actually right. speed between two places right. purposely. Yeah. That fast to you know. So show at himself. the very least, I think he had a suspicion the first True. time through. Yeah. But this time he. But changed. this time it was complete confirmation, and Barry yeah. changed. Everything. Everything. First of all, he went and kidnapped the Weather Wizard. Just put him in done. jail. Done. Yeah. Just snatched because him from knew, his little hidey hole. Because he knew where he was. I, I'm not sure how he knew that he was hiding in that place. But well, Because in the previous episode, I think that they went up... Well, they went up to the apartment that he... The abandoned building Wasn't that, he was, that just Joe and Eddie? I didn't think Barry was with him. But Barry has, like, access to all of the files and stuff like that okay. that they're working on. When they're working cases with metahumans, I would assume sure. that he just has all of the information. All right. I'm good with that. You know. Yeah. At some point, Joe might yeah. have filled him in. But anyway, so he just zipped up there and grabbed him and put him in jail. Yeah. Which caused everything to go haywire at that point. Right. Right. Well, uh, see, I have a hard time knowing if it's really that that caused everything to go haywire or if... See, and honestly, even saying that this is going haywire <laughs> right. seems really silly because the threat they were facing in the last episode was way bigger than anything that happened in this one. That's like, true. Like, tsunami heading toward Central City. To kill everybody? To kill everybody. Yeah. Like, way, way bigger deal than <laughs> Barry's love life taking a hit. Yeah. And even uh, Bridges dying. Right. The, the reporter dying in this episode. I know, seem I, like just small fries compared yeah, to tsunami. Yeah, it actually seemed like something that could happen in any episode. Right. Honestly, any everything that happened in this episode didn't seem like it was any more extreme than any other episode where they've you know had to go right. you know face off against a rogue or something like that. But yeah. but it, they made it seem more severe by like, oh well, this day is going real great. You right. know, like wow, right. can this get any worse? Yeah. Type of thing. Like oh well, you guys never think of that any other time why is it right. why is today special like yeah who yeah. pooped in your cheerios <laughs> i don't know apparently the weather wizard i grod. don't know it was <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> anyhow so yeah he right off the bat he uh captures weather wizard puts him in their metahuman prison so he's down there now mm-hmm. which i think brings a running total up to like three three metahumans down there Something like that. There's not too many. No. But there's a few. I think there was more than three, but... Probably like four or five. Yeah, but not very many. Mist, Rainbow Raider, Weather Wizard, maybe like one or two more. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. uh, Oh, speaking of the prison, one of the things that we didn't talk about last week from the Paleyfest panel is that they said uh, in the Q&A session, or might have even been earlier than that, I think it was in the main presentation they talked about the metahuman prison and that in one of the upcoming episodes we're gonna see them 
visit the idea of like how they're cared for. Yeah, in because apparently like everybody on the cast is also wondering right. how these people are getting fed down right. there. They're and they're like, just like starting little <laughs> myths between themselves. Yeah. And, yeah. It was uh, really good, but it was funny to actually see that they also have those same questions. I think it's questions. a pretty big question mark <laughs> on the show. Yeah. Between that and their like legal obligation or right to be holding them in the first place. Right. Those are kind of the two giant question marks in the room. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully they deal with them. Uh, yeah, they said and, that they were going to answer some of right, those questions. Right. And if they deal with them as well as they dealt with questions concerning Captain Cold's viability as a villain in mm-hmm. this episode, I'm totally great with it because they fixed every issue that I had with Captain Cold as a villain in this episode. What were some of the issues? So the issue that we talked about last time is that it felt a little bit like a little goofy that Barry couldn't just go take Captain Cold's gun and just stop him and be done with it. Yeah. And that was it because mm-hmm. Barry's like abilities and power levels are way off the chart compared right. to Captain Cold and there's no reason he shouldn't have just been able to stop him. Yes. Uh, or just but zip now, him into the, the jail like he did right. with Weather Wizard. Right. Yeah. But now that Captain Cold's got the leverage over him of knowing his identity. Although I don't feel like that's very much leverage. It's totally leverage. But isn't the Flash well known in his city as to like who he is? No, not in I the mean, show. Everybody, at least. Well, everybody knows who the everybody knows that there is a flash. That there is a flash, right. yes, but they don't know the identity of the flash. They don't know that the flash is Barry Allen, which means that if they're targeting the flash, they can't go after Iris, Joe, Cisco, Caitlin, Harrison mm-hmm. Wells. Nick's Harrison Wells off that list before <laughs> long, I'm right. sure. Right. Uh, uh. Okay. But yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's, I guess it's I just the whole really... idea of like the secret identity is there to protect the people he cares about. And... I I guess I just I just forgot that he actually has enemies because everybody just right. loves the Flash so much. Like he's right. so beloved. I just can't imagine anybody wanting to hurt him or right. his friends or family or whatever. But then I remember, yeah. oh, there's like a whole rogues gallery. Like there's a whole group of bad guys that right. do want to hurt him. Right. And okay, so. Leverage. Which we flat out got the name drop of I know. Rogue's Gallery. And Barry in this got episode. to do it instead yeah. of Cisco, which was awesome. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. And uh, from the sounds of it, we're going to see the Rogues in the season finale this year as well. It's yes. going to be a, a big group of Rogues. Uh, I read the title online, but I don't remember what it was. I think it was like Rogues, Rogue Heirs or something like that. Mm. Uh, and and they're adding even more to it. So we're going to see all three that were in this episode, plus uh, Doug Jones, who's going to be playing a villain on Arrow, is going to be joining the rogues in these last few episodes. They're just going to keep being incredibly action-packed. Like, they're very full episodes. Yeah. I'm really impressed with how much they're packing into these. I know. And it doesn't feel rushed or glossed over no it just is like fulfilling it's, i know it's so. very fulfilling it's very efficient storytelling <laughs> yeah. yeah um uh, anytime that the show's on like you know sometimes if you've got to go get a drink or something like that you can just get up and walk away from the tv yeah, or whatever you no you, you can't, can't do, do that. that like i have to wait for a commercial <laughs> break so that i can get away from the tv because yeah. otherwise i miss something like super important right but 
because something super important happens every two seconds. Exactly, like all the time, <laughs> yeah. back to back to back. Yeah. So anyway, um, now Captain Cold has some leverage over Barry, which right. is totally cool. Yeah. And they got their weapons back because Cisco. Cisco made them for is them. Always in trouble. Can we talk about how Cisco? Yeah. I mean, I love him, and I think that the only he's like the only character that could be in trouble as much as he is, and still. Be so beloved. Be, be so forgiven. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. Like, you gave away Barry's identity to the villains, but we still forgive you. Right, we still love you. It's okay, Cisco. <laughs> pat, pat. You know, whatever. Because he's like always just, he's always dropping the bomb. Right. But, right. And um, you can't blame him. Like, his family, his brother was in danger of his life. Like... Okay, and he but even can we said, just talk about how much his brother is like a jerk? Like his whole yeah, family his brother's is such a jerk, a jerk but it's still him. it's still family. Like there's the familial bond that yes. he holds very dear. I suppose. Right? Were my brother to be a jerk <laughs> like that to me, I'd be like, look, you did this to yourself. Bye, Felicia. And then zip out of there. But I guess uh, Cisco has more heart than I do. Right. Apparently. Uh, I guess. Clearly. Maybe. <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, I thought it was kind of cool that they got their weapons back, and he created a new weapon for Golden Clover, yeah. which she's not named yet, but she's got a gold gun that she's right. spelled. Yeah, it's gold, I guess. I don't Weird. know. I didn't know really how to feel about that, honestly. Like, the I, cold and the heat, I can get down with. I mean, whatever. It, it puts her, like, it gives her a, same, a similar visual aesthetic to the others. Yeah. You know, like, a colorful beam. Of sorts, <laughs> of sorts, right? Like Captain Cold shooting his ice, Heat Wave shooting his fire, she shooting her gold. Yeah, I know. I just feel like it's such a... I mean, first of all, it's a metal, so it's like a heavy material. Right. And I can't imagine that it would... It would require a lot of force to be propelled as far as hot it's, or cold. It's Cisco science. You I can't. Okay. You can't <laughs> try and rationalize it. Cisco science. Yes, I love that. Let's just coin that phrase. It's Cisco <laughs> science. Yeah. That explains everything. Yeah. But, and he just he was able to like whip that up in no time too. Right. By the way, like MBD. whatever. Let me just make you a something gold with gold gun. Yeah, boom. Where's he getting all this gold too to shoot out of this know. gun? Or where's the store? I don't. Okay, Cisco Science. <laughs> Cisco Science. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving <all>. on. <laughs> um, so Barry has a nice conversation with Captain Cold out in the forest. Yeah. And I really thought that it was nice they came to that agreement of okay, well, I'm not gonna let you just go ahead and be a bad person right. all the time, but from here on out, we have to make an understanding that right. no more people die. Right. Which was, like, that was a thing. You remember when we had the first Captain Cold episode, mm -hmm. I mentioned that it was a little bit surprising that he was so willing to kill right away. Like, he just killed off one of his henchmen, and it was no big deal. Right. And it, really, in the comics, like, his... His creed or whatever is that he doesn't kill innocent people, mm -hmm. police or innocent people, unless he absolutely has to. Like, it's the last resort. Sure. Uh, so it wasn't strictly breaking it, but I feel like they might be uh, pushing that further in this episode. Yeah, maybe or tightening in this, that in the boundary show. a little right. bit more. Right, right. Yeah, I kind of felt that same way, too. I was like, oh, well, yeah. maybe here, here he goes with um, being a... Well, and Barry explained, like, the the secret of his identity will only give him so much leverage. Mm. Like, if he breaks that rule, or if they come after the people that are close to him, he's going to put them away, and he doesn't care if his identity is revealed. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Like, 
I don't know if Arrow would make a similar claim. Hmm. If, uh, like, I think that, I don't know what Arrow would do, honestly, but I don't think that he would trust one of his opponents, one of his enemies, yeah. to not go after his family yeah. in that way. No, and I don't think that no, he no. would allow I, that kind of, or I, I don't think that he would allow that kind of leeway with his identity either. Yeah, no, like, I don't he, think so. He wouldn't make the claim that he'll put him away and he doesn't care if his identity is revealed. I don't... I don't think that... Well, he might have made that claim, like, face-to-face, but I don't think that... I think secretly he would go behind and, you know, try to, like... Figure out what the uplink was, shut that down, and then take him in. Right, exactly. But uh, Barry's just more trusting than that, so he's just like, oh, yeah, I've got other things to do, so just don't do that, and I'm going to go my own business. Which he does have other things to do. (laughs) Yeah. He's got a lot on his plate. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He's doing so many things. He's not a rich billionaire that can just... Lollygag around all the time. Yeah. I don't know how rich Oliver is these days either, though. He was. Right. He had money at one point that he could just hang out and be a vigilante, and Mm -hmm. Barry doesn't have that leisure. But Mm -hmm. um, I also really enjoyed Eddie punching Barry in the face. Yeah. I thought well, that was because, a pretty amazing... Honestly, Barry kind of had it coming. He <laughs> was just super arrogant with it. Like, he lived something the day before. And you can justify it by saying, like, adrenaline and emotional rush of the situation mm-hmm. and and all of that. And feeling but, very powerful that he has knew, now... Right. He, yeah. like, had this insider knowledge right. and knew what her response was going to be. Yeah. But he approached it in a completely different way. Than and, how he would genuinely approach it. Right. And and I, and I was not surprised at all that her character didn't have right. those feelings yeah. in that situation. Uh, I know. And he <laughs> kind of shot himself... I mean, he didn't kind of. He really shot himself in the foot with... Um, He's going to have a hard time running. Letting... <laughs> Letting uh, Linda just go, like, oh, yeah. I don't really love you like that. Yeah. Um, and although I thought that that was a little bit of a, that conversation was a little premature in the relationship anyway. She's like, your heart should ache for me. I was like, yeah. they've just met. Yeah, but, they, they had only been together a little while. Right. I don't know. So I'm not really sure how heart ache you should be for somebody in, like, uh, three dates. Right, right. Uh Regardless, he... I suppose this was right after. I mean, this was still right after their awkward double date, and so she was probably feeling a little bit like uneasy about the relationship in general. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, that whole time, so... that whole times, like yeah. So previous with... timeline really messed him up. I just want to talk about how time travel works here as well. <laughs> okay, because the the one thing I kept thinking is like why is he not running into himself in these places so i'm wondering when he went back in time did that old version of himself no longer exist when he when he did the time travel were was his like isn't there a time paradox there where you have two instances of him running around central city you have the version that did it the first time and then the new version right but i think they must just be merged together when he time travels because otherwise they'd be running around in central city together forever like that'd be 
awkward. And then and every probably, time he time traveled, right? There'd end up another five hundred of them, or right. something like that. Yeah. So I think that what you got to say is just that when he time travels, he replaces his old version. Yeah. And that would that could also explain why. You know, I think last time we talked, you mentioned that it was kind of weird that he was right along the coast, and when he time-traveled, he ended up in the city. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So you could say that the time-travel took him back in time, but the location of where he was is wherever he was the first time through. Right. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That actually does explain that. So. Yeah. And yeah, it would. He would. And have it takes just... care of the time paradox. That's that's the way I think they're trying to do it. Yeah, it, it wasn't would have to be. Otherwise, right. where's the where's the other Barry Allen? Right. You know, like where is he at hiding? Or right. Especially in that first scene when he right after he time traveled when he was at the street corner and he was looking around and seeing all the landmarks. Mm-hmm. I was like, the first Barry was here, as well. Right. So where's he? <laughs> so, so where's he at? In this? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So I think that's how they're doing it, which which works. That's yeah. fine. It makes it clean. You don't have to worry about nasty time paradoxes and right, things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But it does definitely uh, knock out my previous theory of uh, Wells being a Barry Allen from the future. Right. Although that was knocked out last week when he said he was Eobard Thawne. Sure. Uh, but I also wonder... Um, if we had we had Barry Allen as an adult, we had his blood at the crime scene. So he's going to travel back to that time when he was a child. I feel like they've set themselves up to break this rule of how time travel works right from the get-go. Hmm. Because he's still there as a kid. I guess you could say that that explains why he was, like, sent way out of the city. Like when that, he was When run, he was a kid. Off. Right. Like, right. Or when they, like... Dropped him off somewhere else or whatever. Right. Yes. You could try and explain it that way, maybe. I also, I'm not sure if his, as an adult, when he goes, Mm -hmm. when he travels through and tries to protect his mom, I don't know if, does he actually land in that time or is it because he's like still running and it's still through time travel? Right, like Like through the time, time, or speed force? Right, that there's still like a little bit of, so his previous his younger self is still able to maintain his identity because he's not actually in that timeline he's just trying to prevent reverse flash from being in that timeline i guess okay i'm not and it could it could be that they introduce a completely different set of rules for time travel when he figures out how to time travel using the cosmic treadmill sure because that's the thing in the comics like whenever he time travels it's via cosmic treadmill Mm. hops on that well i that would explain how he's able to go further in time because with him just running he was able to go just like a day but that's like his top speed running yeah at this point obviously he might get faster but how fast can you really get you know three days a week maybe time travel you gotta have a decade (laughs) 20 years but when you have a you know a time machine or a cosmic treadmill then you are able to travel further you know yeah yeah. So yeah, they might just create a whole set of rules. That's probably a good explanation for it. I I think that seems likely hmm. that that they'll give some explanation that'll be slightly different on how time travel works when they have more control over it. Yeah. And potentially give him a way to return to the present time as well. Like if he's going to travel back to 
the time of the the time of his mother's death. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna want to just relive that whole decade, right. both as an adult Barry and as kid Barry, uh-huh. or if he even would be able to, because like we talked about, it seems like they got merged in this version. Yeah. Um, and also, what happens? I mean, what happens if the old version of Barry that doesn't have the speed force abilities? meets the present version of Barry that does has have speed force abilities when they're time traveling and and they try and merge but this one doesn't have speed force abilities and what a mess what a mess <laughs> so he can't go back he wouldn't be able to actually go back further than when he had those abilities then I don't, I don't in know. that instance I feel and like actually merge is that, that's what I'm saying like he wouldn't right. be able to like go to that time and because he didn't have the speed force abilities then yeah. weird I don't know. I think this is kind of the point where we just chalk it up to wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Yes. And call it good. <laughs> oh, TV science. Yes. yes. Cisco science. Cisco science. <laughs> um, what yeah. else? What else happened in this episode? So many things. Um. Um. Well, uh, Captain Cold took down the crime family that had been running Central City, and he's now like in charge of. The crime families, it seems, right? Yeah. That's kind of what I, the way I took it. Okay, so did we know about these crime no. families previously? Okay. No, I don't I didn't think feel so. like they were um, really like a threat to Barry previously. Like, no. I sort of felt like they just did it's just thing. It's just crime in the city in general. Yeah, they weren't a specific threat to Barry, but Barry was a threat to their existence. Mm. I mean, right? Barry is a crime-fighting force. They are a crime-committing family. I suppose, but they're not... I mean, they weren't metahumans. No. I mean, and Barry nor were they. Nor were they targeting Barry. The, in the metahuman field. Yeah. Um, so it seems like they're setting it up for the new crime family in Central City to be the rogues. And that's that's going to be the crime family. Yeah. And, and Captain Cold is the new godfather of the crime family. Yes. Right? Yeah. I just love Captain Cold and Heatwave. Yeah. Those two are they just were really the cool dynamic in this episode. duo. Yeah. They're uh, so badass, too. Man, they like took out that whole family with just like <laughs> some punches and a kick here yeah. and just, yeah, and done. And they were like, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Cracks his knuckles. Woo, let's do it again. Man, I was like, these guys are B.A. Yep. Just yep. hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty much. And then the sister seems like she's kind of crazy, too. Yeah, she is. Uh, yeah, so the sister, her introduction was through uh, Cisco, actually. She she was, like, getting really close with Cisco at the bar, and they went back to, uh, back to her place, uh-huh. air quotes, around her place. <laughs> because as soon as they got there, she revealed to him that she was Captain Cold's sister and that it wasn't really their place. They were just using it because the person was gone. They were right. squatting. Uh, Apparently she borrowed Canary's blonde wig. I uh, feel like I see sure. this wig everywhere. It's, it's the same it's blonde wig. Blonde, long, it's a blonde wig. wig. <laughs> you can get one. I, I it's know. It's no big but deal. It just, it's curled the same. It's just like the right. same wig. Sure. But anyway, um, 
I, I, at first, when I, because this is the first time we saw her, you know, before he mentioned that his sister, like when they're in the back of the truck and uh-huh. they are released or whatever, he's like, yeah. oh, my yeah, yeah, sister. Yeah. Hey. Right, in the last, uh, the last episode with them. Yeah, but I don't think that we get to see her, right? This is the first time we no. get to see her. Yeah, it definitely And was. so I was a little thrown off by the blonde. I was like, what? Why is she... Why is she wearing that hideous wig, first of all? (laughs) And why is her hair blonde? Like, I don't understand. Well, and I don't know why she felt the need to wear a wig right away either, because nobody knew her. Nobody knew who she was. It's not like she could have walked up to Cisco with her brown hair and he'd been like, wait a minute. Yeah. You're Captain Cold's sister. Get out of here. Maybe she's a wanted criminal, too, and the wig wasn't for tricking Cisco, but (laughs) just for tricking police in general. Uh, Maybe. Perhaps. I mean, she does seem like she's, she's Captain crazy. Cold's <laughs> sister. Right. I wouldn't put it past her to be a wanted criminal. To be in all sorts of trouble. Sure. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's that's what you got to say is that the wig wasn't for Cisco. It was for. I wonder if we'll get more of a backstory on her. To be honest, I mean, because I'm kind of curious. Hope so. Like she just appeared out of the blue, and he's like, "What?" You know, he <laughs> references a few things, like, "Oh, well, you did mention that we should spend more time together, or whatever," right. which means that they've had some sort of conversations you yeah. know of hanging out or spending time right over time i don't know it just seems i would like to know where she has been these last few years and right. what she's been doing right and why, why she didn't why she return wasn't to him. involved maybe she had just broken out of prison prison break prison break <laughs> <laughs> all the way around <laughs> uh, uh yeah. yeah i don't know i don't know it'll be interesting to see all of that unfold and right. all the other rogues that are going to be added to the gallery mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. um i know well, and the big one that's of direct relevance to golden glider at least in the comics is mirror master in the recent comics her and mirror master had uh, a bit of a romance of sorts mm. and uh, so this was at the start of the new 52 the rogues powers were all um they were all in, like, infused into them. So they, Captain Cold actually had, like, freeze powers rather than a gun. Um, and then in one of the larger issues, they jumped back in time and showed how they got all of their abilities. And the whole deal was that all of the rogues gathered together and they basically had, like, this blood oath ritual thing and they put their guns on the table and fused the, the powers of the guns into themselves. But it didn't work quite right. Mirror Master had his mirror gun, and what happened to Mirror Master, instead of gaining the abilities of his gun, is that he was then trapped in the mirror world. And, uh... So his gun shot mirrors? Well, it it opened up a portal into the mirror world. Ho-ho! Yeah. That's a whole nother nother (laughs) thing. Okay. Uh, but he and Golden Glider had a romance of sorts, and this accident meant that they could no longer be together. What with oh. him being trapped in the mirror world and her being turned into a ghost. Uh, oh. Yeah. How sad. Yeah. It's uh, star-crossed but, lovers. Right. Hmm. Yes. Psychopathic. <laughs> uh, Serial killing. Conniving. <laughs> conniving. I don't Not serial killing. Well, who knows? Thieving. Serial thieving. Serial <laughs> I don't know. It, it seems like uh, Golden Glider could she have could. killed several people. I mean, she she definitely killed the one person. 
Yeah, she doesn't seem like she has any remorse no, for no. doing anything bad. So what would no. prevent her from killing somebody, you know? Like, right. Who, why does she care? Right. Though, I mean, I don't think Captain Cold really does either, but I like that. I like the whole uh, notion of his, like, criminal hubris being the factor that keeps him from killing anyone. It's not that he has, like, an ethical problem with it at this point. Right. It's just that he's better than that. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's, yeah. I think that's a perfect way to set him up because that way he doesn't seem soft. He's just like, eh. I'm above this. Right. <laughs> I don't need to kill you. I can totally get right. through this without killing you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's such a badass, man. It just I can't... <laughs> there's no other words to describe him. He's so cool. I really, really uh-huh. like Captain Cold. Yeah. I am I was super impressed with the way he was presented. And, Big fan. Yeah. This episode especially. Yeah. Awesome work. I know. they And it seems like him and Heatwave have so much fun together. Like, mm-hmm. the actors themselves have so much fun yeah. on set together. Just playing off one another right. and being really goofy. And there's right. stupid cold and hot puns <laughs> that they just constantly hey. use. But Chill. Oh, man. Chill. <laughs> Just gets me so hot under the collar. Yeah. Man. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, they just seem like they have such a good time, and they're just killing it, man. Yeah. Uh, well, and one of the th- other things that we didn't talk about, some pretty big news regarding this whole Arrow Flash universe, uh, is that in the past couple weeks, there's been quite a bit of talk of a another spin-off show being added mm-hmm. and rather than uh rather than being focused on a single character like arrow and the flash have been i mean they're very much like they've got their supporting characters that are excellent right but it's very much arrows the main character flash is the main character and the rest are supporting characters mm-hmm. uh but this new spin-off show untitled potential spin-off if it happens uh, would be featuring a very large ensemble from the sounds of it, uh, including Captain Cold, Adam, uh, Martin Stein, the older half of the Firestorm Matrix, uh-huh. Sarah Lance, even though she is dead? Dead? Question mark? Super dead. Like, yeah. buried dead. Yeah. She's been dead for a while, so I'm not sure how she's going to be incorporated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... The new addition to that list this past week was Heatwave. So they must have been finalizing whatever agreements and sure. that was done. So That's exciting. You know why that excites me is because that's going to answer all of these questions <laughs> that you and I always ask about like, well, what are they doing in the right. meantime? Like, right. That show is essentially going to be what the they're meantime. doing in the meantime. Right. Yes. She just That's the title. <laughs> yes. The meantime. The meantime. Yes. Yeah. And that would be meanwhile, so... Meanwhile. Meanwhile. <laughs> dot 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 that would be so perfect because that would answer like all of my questions and it would shore up a lot of these storylines and just fill everything in oh if you called it if you called the show meanwhile and then and then you had two different types of episodes you can you can split it up and have either the good guys or the bad guys episodes yes and then you have it start with the good guys episodes Meanwhile, in the Hall of Justice. 
And then the bad guys episodes, meanwhile, in the Legion of Doom. Oh, man. Boom. Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. That's what they should do. <laughs> Done. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know they I, don't listen to our podcast, but they should because clearly we have the best ideas. <laughs> that'd probably be pretty goofy. <laughs> but it would be pretty perfect. I, I would dig it. I would watch it too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch it regardless, obviously. Yeah. But it would be cool. Uh, but no, it, it so it, it doesn't sound... I mean, there hasn't been a lot of information released about this spinoff show, but it doesn't sound like it's necessarily going to be a back and forth episodes between the quote-unquote good guys and quote-unquote bad guys. Mm-hmm. I think they're all going to be thrown together, so I'm not really sure how that's going to work out, if they're going to be operating all together or what. Um, I think it would be the most fun, though, honestly, if it were just a bunch of different storylines just, right. like, running. And you pick them up, like, here's an episode focusing on this character, yeah. here's an episode on this character. Right, and if those two characters that are kind of, like, linked associated. or yeah, associated somehow, sure. then maybe those two can be... And you don't necessarily have to show everyone in the same episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be up for that. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool. But they've they've also said that it's going to be uh, a love letter to ensemble movies, things like Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of expect wow. it's going to be the full group yeah. type thing, uh, which means they're going to be building some pretty big sets, I would expect. Right. <laughs> you're going to have like a full ensemble. I'm still stuck on this Sarah Lance thing and how yeah, they're going to bring her back. I don't Is know. it going to be like a... Lazarus Pit. Mm. It's a thing. It they've, is a thing. They've there talked about thing, it yeah, last that's... week. They've shown it a couple times with the healing right. and the stuff. Yeah. They haven't said resurrection abilities but yeah it's not hard to take that next logical jump especially if uh ollie becomes the uh see i still i still really like i i tossed a theory out a couple weeks ago i don't know if i told you or not but i think this is getting off tracks of flash big time we're totally. talking about era now but i was saying i think it'd be really cool rather than seeing oliver uh, take up the title of Ra's Demon's Head, mm-hmm. Ra's al Ghul, whatever. I think it's weird to call him Ra's al Ghul because that's a name, not a title. But they're using it as a title in the yeah. show for whatever reason. Uh, but I was thinking it'd be really cool, rather than having Oliver do that, bring Sarah back to life and have her be the new Ra's al Ghul. Maybe that's what they Wouldn't it do? be awesome? Yeah. That t- makes total sense because... Yeah. And then she's alive and you've got this character that's in a very significant role for the spinoff show. Yeah. Wow. You were just... I know. You were just Firing doing the work for these writers. <laughs> Dang. That's uh, pretty amazing. Yeah. No clue what they're going to do, though. I don't know how Sarah's going to come back to life. Mm-hmm. Um it could be just a series of flashbacks for her. It could be. It could stuff. be that it's entirely set in the past for her. Yeah. I don't know. Or for all of these characters, to be honest. Like, what the hell were they could doing be. before right. they came on to these right. shows of yeah. heroes and stuff like that, you know? They had mm-hmm. to have some sorted, like, sorted pasts. So, yeah, they probably could just... Yep. Yep. Tell those stories. Well, and then there's a handful of other characters that they said they're going to be adding. I think they said four other characters that have never... Four other DC Comics characters 
that have never been done in live action. Never been done before. Never. Hmm. Which is honestly getting to be... Like, I'm having... It's not slim pickings, because there's a massive list of characters. But you're getting pretty, like... You've crossed off a lot of names at this point. We're getting past, like, the primary character list into, like, the secondary character list. Uh, Almost into tertiary character list. Whoa! Really? That deep? Yeah. Smallville had a lot of guest stars. Oh, yeah. I mean, Smallville went ten seasons. Yeah. Plus Lois and Clark went four seasons. That's all live action. So Hawkman's out. Uh, Dr. Fate's out. Like, those were done in Smallville. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So it's getting down the list there. Uh, but that's that's cool. Yeah. I mean, if they've got something interesting to do with those characters, honestly, I think they're really fun to do because they're not barred by expectations. Yeah. Like, there's certain things that people expect with a Superman story, and if you go outside those expectations, you get people fan outcry. Yeah. Right. Uh, and that's, like, you know, we've talked about how Arrow is kind of a pseudo-Batman and Flash is kind of a pseudo-Superman, mm-hmm. and that's really the benefit that they have over just doing Batman and Superman is that there aren't as many expectations with those characters. Right. They have a little bit more You can get away with doing a lot more stuff with Arrow or Flash than you could Batman or Superman. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, that's all we've got for this week. Yes. Next week, episode, what is this, 17? Uh, 17 or 18? I think it's 17. No, it's 17. Uh, And it is Tricksters. I know. Yeah. I'm excited. So we're I saw the preview see... for it, and it looks so good. Yeah. So good. I'm really pumped to see Mark Hamill. Really pumped to get the uh, the nods to the old series now that I've finished watching that. Uh, you should probably watch that so we can talk about it at some point, too. I'll, yes. I'll lend, you the, lend you the series. You should check it out. Uh, at least the Trickster episodes, because they're top-notch. Um yeah, so really excited to see that. Excited to see what they do with Trickster. Uh, and then after that, we have some guests from Starling City coming over to Central City. Mm-hmm. Uh, Felicity and Ray are coming over in episode 18 for All-Star Team-Up, which will be cool. Uh, and then at some point, uh, Laurel and Quentin are coming to... Right. The show. I don't know if it's going to be in Central City or if they're going to Starling City in an episode. Oh, so they must patch things up. But What's that? They must patch things up then. Oh, I don't know if they're going together. Oh, they just happen they to be there. They could still be feuding. <laughs> right. That's true, yeah. Yeah. But anyhow, that's all we've got this week. You can find us on Twitter at Flash Fanatics or Facebook at facebook.com slash Flash Fanatics. Our website, where you can find all of the episodes of our podcast, including uh, some special interview guests that we've had in the past uh, from comic creators and people from the show, uh, can be found at backinaflashfanatics.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll be back next week to talk about tricksters. We'll be back in a flash. 